Welcome to the Wise Up Texas podcast. Wise Up Texas is a nonpartisan nonprofit empowering and educating Texas South Asians to be informed voters and partake in civic engagement. You can visit our website, wiseuptexas.org, and find us on all social media platforms. This is Neil Sarkar, Wise Up Texas board member and today's host. Before we get to our terrific guests, a few things we want to mention. First, on October 7th, we'll be doing our Civics and Chai Chat, which will be a Know Your Rights program. We're partnering with the Texas Civil Rights Project to discuss how to protect your voting rights, what you need to do in case you face any difficulty voting, how to access the voter hotline in Urdu, Hindi, and Bengali, and answering all your questions pertaining to voting. Wise Up Texas and the Texas Civil Rights Project want to make sure the Texas South Asian community is well prepared as they head to the polls. Come join us for a hot cup of chai and wise up and know your rights before early voting begins. Second election day is November 3rd. With everything going on, we'd like to emphasize to please start thinking about your vote plan, when you'll vote, how you'll vote, and what issues you might have. Uh, the Voting's coming up sooner than you think, so please start thinking about it now. Uh, to our guest, which is uh, appropriate on that topic, we're thrilled to have Chris Hollins join us today. Uh, for our regular listeners, this episode is a bit different than our usual episode with candidates. Chris is actually an office holder who's not up for election in a few months. Uh, that said, Chris is a hugely important role in our elections, and for that reason, we wanted to bring him to our listeners. Uh, Chris was appointed to the position of Harris County Clerk a few months ago. Uh, he's also a dad for the second time, so I'm not sure how he handles it all, but uh, I, I, our whole board wants to thank him for joining us. So thank you very much for joining us, Chris. Absolutely, Neil. It's my pleasure to be here this evening. So to start us off, uh, tell us a little bit about what the county clerk does. Yeah, it's a great question. Um, the county clerk has two primary roles. Uh, the first role is to record the major events in the lives of, of Harris County residents. Um, births and deaths, we have you know, birth certificates and death certificates come out of our office. Uh, court records, marriage licenses, real property records, um, and, and so many other you know, important vital statistics uh, are things that are housed in, in the county clerk's office. Uh, the second important role, and I think that's what we're here to talk about this evening, is that I serve as the chief elections officer of Harris County. And so, as you know, Neil, Harris County has 4.7 million residents. Uh, which is larger than 26 states in the U.S., uh, and over 2.4 million registered voters. Uh, and it's our job to protect the right to vote for every single one of those voters. Wow, yeah. Um, so let's just uh, touch on that a little bit so more. Uh, so you mentioned you're the chief elections officer. Uh, for example, with this election coming up, can you just kind of give us the high-level kind of key points about what you do on a day-to-day -day basis with respect to that? Absolutely. Uh, and so, you know, the average voter, they care in a regular year about finding a location near them and being able to go and cast their vote in a convenient way without waiting in the long line. Uh, here in 2020, of course, we're adding to that the safety element. People need to be able to cast their vote in a way that's safe and it's not going to uh, ask them to, to risk their health or that of their families uh, to cast their votes. And so we have to ensure that you're being able to vote safely, conveniently, 
and with the peace of mind that your vote's going to be counted, especially, you know, in the time that we're in with, uh, with, you know, outside influences trying to come in and affect this election. And so what does that mean for, for what our office has to do? Well, let's talk about safety first. Uh, we have to make sure that uh, in-person voting is as safe as we can possibly make it, uh, enforcing social distancing, uh, you know, offering opportunities to, to, for voters to, to sanitize uh, their hands, providing protective equipment, PPE, to our election workers, but also to every voter who needs it. Um, and, and just allowing the voter to get in and get out and get back to their families, uh, have their, their voice heard, their vote counted at the polls. Um, so how do you do that? Well, the, you know, we have to understand voter turnout and make sure that we have enough PPE to provide to every voter. Uh, those finger covers, those sanitizing wipes, that hand sanitizer, uh, even the little stickers that go on the ground marking out six feet uh, down the sidewalk. Uh, we have to make sure we have enough of those. Uh, we have to make sure that, that we have the election workers to work at all these sites uh, and that they're properly trained on, on these safety guidelines. And so recruiting is a huge thing that we're doing uh, and focusing on improving our training and changing our training because we're in a new circumstance that we've never been in. Uh, that's critically important. Um, and, and voting by mail here in 2020, the safest and most convenient way to vote is to vote by mail. And so we have to promote that. Uh, we have to educate Texas voters about who's eligible to vote by mail because Texas is one of the five states in our union that's not allowing all of its registered voters to vote by mail if they'd like to because of safety reasons. And so we have to tell people uh, what the law is. Uh, it's, it's a bit disappointing, but if you go to the Secretary of State's office uh, website, it doesn't tell you in any level of detail uh, what it means to be able to, to, to be eligible to vote by mail. And so we're doing that education for them. Um, and then of course, for those who do vote, uh, vote by mail and who, who apply to vote by mail, we have to be able to process and handle all of that. We have to have the infrastructure to process those applications, get them out of mail ballot quickly. And when their mail ballot comes back to be able to process those and get those counted and report them out on election day. And so ensuring that we're prepared with the infrastructure to process all of those mail ballots, uh, hundreds of thousands of them uh, is gonna be critically important. Uh, the next piece is, is about convenience. They say, look, I, I want a location that's near my house. Uh, when I get there, I don't want the line to be long, okay? Well, so locations, going out the same way we have to recruit poll workers, we have to recruit locations. We have to ask them uh, and, and convince them to be a part of this program, ensure them that we're doing uh, all these things to keep the, the facility safe because they're worried about their safety of their facilities during this time. And so, you know, we've been very, very successful. Uh, just to give you a, a point of reference, in 2016, there were about 40 early voting centers across Harris County. Uh, in 2020, we're going to have over 120. So we've tripled the number of early voting centers uh, in Harris County, Neil. And on election day, we're going to have over 800. And so finding those locations, uh, identifying them and securing them so that folks have a voting center that's near their home, their place of business, uh, their child's school, uh, their place of worship uh, is, is very, very important. Uh, making sure that once you get to that, that uh, 
that voting center, that it operates efficiently, uh, making sure, again, we've talked about the training of our staff and having enough staff, but we also have to allocate the machines properly. Uh, we saw really, really long lines in March. And the primary reason when we understood the root cause of why that happened was that the machines that we had across Harris County were not allocated in a, in a way that was gonna be geared towards having short lines. Uh, there were high traffic locations like TSU that just weren't provided enough voting machines to get voters in and out of there. Um, not only that, but we're, we're educating voters on where they can vote and which, which places have the shortest lines. If you go to harrisvotes.com slash locations, you can not only see all the locations that are nearby uh, any address you place in there, but it will tell you what the approximate wait time is at each of them. So you can go and choose the location uh, that has the shortest line. And so building that technology, making sure that it's, it's bug free and accurate uh, is, is work that my team is doing. And so all these things I just mentioned are one of the 24 different initiatives that we're going, uh, that are happening right now to ensure that Harris County elections are safe, secure, accessible, fair, and efficient. That's great. Thank you, Chris, for that hard work. And, you know, as I said at the outset, and it sounds like this is your job is, you know, we, we want everyone to vote and we want it, it to go successfully and regardless of what party you're in. And it sounds like that's, that's the work you're doing. Uh, let me ask you this, you know, as I said at, at the beginning, we, uh, our organization is about empowering and educating Texas South Asians. Uh, one of the issues in the community is uh, about language access uh, mm -hmm. at, at, the, at the ballot booth uh, or at the booth, voting booth. Uh, so uh, what, what have you been able to accomplish on that front? Yeah, no, that's a great question. Um, you know, as you just mentioned, we are protecting the right to vote for all registered voters, regardless of you know, where you were born, what language you speak, how much money you have, what part of town you live in. And so uh, because of that, we have language support uh, at every voting center uh, in over 40 different languages. Uh, if you get there and you're not comfortable uh, in one of the languages that's supported on the machines, which are English, uh, Vietnamese, uh, Mandarin and Spanish, you can request uh, a virtual assistant. And what that looks like, Neil, is essentially you'd have an iPad uh, and you'd be on FaceTime with someone who's uh, fluent in your language and they can guide you through the process in a way that's comfortable and convenient for you. Uh, and so we're excited to provide that to the people of Harris County because we want every single voter to be able to have their voice heard and we want that process to be smooth and straightforward and transparent for everybody. You know, you've been in the news somewhat uh, recently for a, a lawsuit uh, that you, uh, I guess, are an important witness in and a, a part of. Uh, can you tell our listeners a little bit about what that lawsuit is about and uh, where it is in the process and uh, what's kind of going on there? Yeah, of course. Um, I mentioned to you earlier that, you know, it's our duty to educate and empower voters. Uh, specifically around this issue of voting by mail and making sure that they know whether or not they qualify to vote by mail. And so my, actually my first uh, move in office in early June was to send out vote by mail applications to every voter who was over the age of 65 uh, in Harris County. Uh, and that was a very successful uh, endeavor. 
Uh, in fact, as of this moment, we already have double the amount of uh, vote by mail applications in than we had in 2016. And we still have uh, more than a month left until uh, the deadline to apply to vote by mail. And part of that is because we sent those out proactively to our seniors. Uh, we we're doing that again, and we, act, we in fact already have done that again. Uh, last week, we sent out those applications to seniors. But we also want to send them out to every registered voter in Harris County, along with educational materials that let them know if uh, they are eligible to vote by mail or not, and to allow them to understand that information and make that decision for themselves, which every voter is entitled to do under Texas law. Uh, but our attorney general um, doesn't like the fact that we're sharing this information with voters. Our attorney general thinks that it's a bad idea uh, to inform voters about their rights. It's a bad idea to make it easier for them uh, to vote by mail if they're eligible. Uh, and so they've come up with a really silly argument um, that's not based in any real Texas law to try and slow us down. And we've, uh, they sued us here in district court in Harris County. We beat them. They appealed to the Court of Appeals. Uh, we beat them there. And now they've appealed again in the Texas Supreme Court. Um, and we're fortunate that the Texas Supreme Court has expedited uh, the, the briefing and the hearing of, of this matter. And so by the end of next week, we expect to, to hear back from the Texas Supreme Court on this matter. We expect to win and we expect to move forward with our plan to educate the voters of Harris County. Uh, we're a little short on time, but I want to make sure I ask you this question, but, uh, you know, 20 second answer, if you can, what guidance would you give our listeners uh, about voting? Wow. Uh, I mean, you said it earlier, Neil, make a plan to vote. Uh, vote by mail if you're eligible. It is the safest and most convenient way to vote. You can go to harrisvotes.com slash vote by mail to see the educational material that we're talking about and to educate yourself, decide for yourself if, if you can vote by mail. But even if you can't, make a plan to vote. Vote early to avoid long lines on election day. We have an 18 day early voting period. And so take advantage of that uh, and make sure that your neighbors, your friends and your family have a plan to vote as well. Well, thank you, Chris, for your time today. That's it for our interview. Uh, Wise Up Texas is a nonpartisan and nonprofit organization, but we welcome interviews with candidates and political leaders who want to reach out to our South Asian followers. Wise Up Texas does not endorse any candidates or political party. You can find a recording of this podcast on most platforms where podcasts are available and select episodes will air on Radio Azad in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Thanks for listening. Get educated, get wiser, and start giving a hoot. Wise Up Texas. <laughs>